Think innovation can change the community? Stay tuned to our episode today as we're talking to one of the great heroes in our community about innovation and how we can make Mobile the greatest place possible. Well, good morning to all of our friends along the Gulf Coast. We are so glad you tuned in for another episode of the Echo Stop Live podcast. I am Kevin here with my good buddy, Kurt. How are you howdy, doing this morning, Howdy, Curtis? howdy, howdy, howdy. Guess what it's I have for you country, today. is it? No, <laughs> I wasn't. I, I, didn't even, I didn't even go there, but I have a surprise for what you What do you morning. have, man? What do you have? And you other than your country accent, I have a surprise for you. Well, what you have for me? I have a special guest on our episode with us today, sitting right next to me. Mr. Todd Greer is here. <laughs> That's, <Man>. Todd. <laughs> That's it. And this, this, this is a special time for me because mm -hmm. not only have I brought a hero in our community with us. Absolutely. Yeah. Somebody who's uh, into innovation. I brought a friend. Yes. So um, what better conversation, and I'm excited about it, because uh, I do this podcast with another good friend, and so now the three of us are here. Something special mm -hmm. is about to happen. We're so glad our viewers are tuned in, but... Todd, tell us just a little bit about yourself, and, and, and we'll go from there. Absolutely. So uh, I, I'm, I'm a kid who was born and raised in southeast Michigan and suddenly melted down the map. So I, <laughs> I, I've, I've had this experience of, I think, something really unique in the American dream of, of finding opportunities to go from place to place and really see how that community helps reinvent the way that I approach mm. life. And so for me, it's been such a blessing. My, my family, we've been here in Mobile for almost nine years and watching this community grow and thrive, watching opportunities grow, particularly in the business community where I spend a lot of my time, it's been tremendously interesting. And so I come with a unique background. I, I've, I've been, I say the mutt, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a professional mutt. I've been in, in politics. I, I worked in um, the faith-based community, worked in higher ed for quite some time and have spent a lot of the last nine years with entrepreneurs, helping them think, build and grow. Innovation is 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 such a, a I mean it's a word that we hear all the time but I don't know how many times people actually dive deep into what innovation or fully really understand it right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so so without last and you get a, yeah. a spontaneous technical question because we'll throw those out later sure but <laughs> but but if we were really going to dissect like what does innovation mean to you and and what is its value in our community yeah I think innovation at its core is progress it's taking mm. something oftentimes that has existed but it's not existed in a specific area. And it's taking and it's bringing the value of that to bear on a problem. So to me, you're thinking about progress and you're thinking about problems and you're thinking about sustainability. And I think if you look at those three things, then you've got a really strong framework for looking at innovation. Because innovation is not just, hey, it's something flashy for a cool second yeah. and it's gone. It's not something where it doesn't have sustainability. It's not something where you always have to invent something. A lot of times it's application of something that existed into a new environment. Wow. And I mean, and we look at our community here mm -hmm. um, and... Uh, you know, one of the issues that, that, that face, you know, obviously people are concerned with safety a lot of times, and, sure. and, and we're in a series of heroes in our communities, how you wound up here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but we're talking to people who are just passionate about what they do, and they want to make it not only succeed, but they want to make it succeed for the benefit 
of the community to which it is is inhabited. And so, um, you know, we look at public safety mm -hmm. and we look at things, and I think to myself, innovation in public safety, like how exciting would it be to have new ideas and new innovation in public safety, or how, uh, or, right. or just making the perception of, hey, maybe Mobile is not a safe place. Well, it is a safe place, mm -hmm. but how do we show people that it's a safe place? It's improving yeah. the perception. Our, 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 our mission statement is actually impede violence and improve perception. And when we started that problem, mm -hmm. we realized that impeding the violence was not the most difficult challenge. It yeah. was improving the perception. A lot of, a lot of innovation has to do with passion. Yeah. The passion to do something, the passion to change something. Todd, you've got a bunch of passion, man. <laughs> it's, it's just, hey, look, it's making this room warm. <laughs> That's why you're sweating. I knew there was something. I knew there was something. I appreciate that. I can make you sweat. <laughs> I know, right? Well, but, but how does that passion uh, that you have mm -hmm. that's outside of law enforcement help law enforcement? Yeah, I think one of the most important things that we're talking about through all of this is community. Mm -hmm. You know, it's mm -hmm. how do we take opportunities in our community and build together? Mm -hmm. You know, we, we recognize, I mean, there, there's very few things that are problems that exist in one vertical. You know, most problems are pretty wicked. They're mm -hmm. wicked problems that exist across a lot of different spaces. And when we, we start to untangle them, like my hose sometimes, or mm -hmm. like my daughter's shoelaces, mm -hmm. they're pretty tangled. And so we've got to recognize that you don't solve one piece without stepping into a lot together. Right. And so for innovation for us, I mean, the same thing, I think when, when I first got to town and I remember hearing the one mobile vision of mm -hmm. the safest, most business friendly city in America. And I remember thinking like, okay, well, how do we lay that platform out? How do mm -hmm. we do that? Well, part of it is we don't build businesses without safe. Mm -hmm. And safety is, as you said, it's perception. Mm -hmm. but, but a lot of what we deal with is that sense of awareness. How do we become aware that we're, we're not as bad as we think we are and we're not yet where we want to go. And so we're somewhere in that continuum in between and helping people to understand the successes and the opportunities in our community. Mm. Think of one word, man. What's my word? Your one word? Yeah, what's my one word? Do you know? You should know by now. We've been together for quite a while uh, here. I think you're, you're, you're not going to throw out ecosystem. I'm about to throw out ecosystem. <laughs> <laughs> that was good because I got worried for Kevin yeah. for a second there. I was oh, like, no. oh, he's on the hot seat. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing this yeah. long enough. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I, if it's not Sir Robert Peel, it's going to be ecosystem, but we're good. <laughs> he knows me, right? Look, how, does, how do you see ecosystem and what we need to accomplish in creating a one mobile. Yeah, so I'm gonna step back. This is um, one of the most impactful books that changed in part how I look at this whole entrepreneurship game mm. is a book called The Rainforest, all right? Mm. And, and the mindset was this. They said in, in traditional economic development, they would look at you till the soil, you plant the seed, you water the seed, you have sunlight, and you have predictability meaning my harvest at the end is going to be predicted based upon as long as I had rain and sun, I'm good. Mm -hmm. I know I can go through. But the work that we do in innovation, they termed it a rainforest, meaning what's symbiotic, what's parasitic, mm -hmm. what's going to be the thing that's the, the flower, what's going to be the thing mm -hmm. that was the weed. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes don't know. Mm -hmm. And so it's only by recognizing the cultivation of the whole ecosystem mm -hmm that we have success. And so here we are, you know, in the work that we do at Innovation Portal, we're, we're over here on St. Louis Street, and I remember stories of St. Louis Street before I got to here, and then hearing of what it looks like. Well, 
we start to see where a, a light post or a bright spot starts up, it suddenly leads to linkage. Mm -hmm. And linkage and more opportunity grows from there. So when we think about ecosystem, you know, it takes all of us working together to create the community that we want. So that's is, and, and, and that's awesome, by the way, and, and, and you, you, you not only have this ability to work in innovation, but I'm mm -hmm. just going to say that you have a gift to explain things in a way that make it palatable and understandable for people to understand the value of what you're doing. Because, I mean, it, it, when you see somebody, they're passionate, you're like, why are they passionate about that? But when yeah. I see what you're passionate about, I'm like, but I understand why he's passionate about it. And it gets us excited, too, mm -hmm. which is cool. Um, and we're passionate people, but he sweats when he gets passionate. <laughs> but, but what you're really talking about is where the ecosystem of innovation meets the ecosystem of our community, and that is what the innovation portal does. Sure, right? absolutely. I mean, that's, it's the feeding ground, essentially, for 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 the the combination or the collaboration yeah. of, of those ideas and in, in and so what do you see coming out of that and, and how does that make this place a better a safer community? Yeah, I think one of the things that when we look at this and in the early work that we did around innovation and entrepreneurship, Kevin, is that we were looking to understand where are these people coming from? Mm -hmm. What does it look like for us to build given our current assets? You know, I think part of what you have to understand is where are you at? So you can't get to where you want to go without understanding where you're coming from. Mm. And so we began to look and understand, and one of the things that became very quickly recognizable for us is we had to start with our students. We needed to invest in that K-12 environment to make sure that we are setting a positive stage and footprint that they know, hey, this stuff is accessible to you. You can be part of change. You can build the company of the future that you want and you can do it here. And so we started leveling that. We started opening the doors so that students could come in. We started making it accessible for field trips and opportunities. And we started going out to them and having conversations. Well, once you start creating a safe place for your kids, mm -hmm. then other people start feeling involved. And so being very intentional about creating that safe environment, hey look, I'm not asking you if you're not a tech person to go build a tech business. I'm not asking you to even build a business, but I want you to understand because if you understand what this looks like, your head is up and your eyes are open. And I think that's what happens is people are now starting to look around themselves in the community and they're beginning to dream. And when we have opportunity and safety to dream, man, the sky's the limit for us. What I see is this. What I see is that you're sowing seeds. Yes. And you're hoping that that others will benefit from the harvest Absolutely. while at the same time allowing them to appreciate the harvest and respect of the harvest so much so that they sold new seeds. Well, and, and also you're talking about students and getting involved in, and, uh, you know, I want to take this opportunity to remind our viewers that we have several ways that you can get involved. Mm -hmm. Um, we hope that you don't just tune in and watch, but that you tune in and come alongside us on this mission. If we're truly impeding violence and improving perception, um, we need you on that journey and we need your help. Um, there's a couple different ways. We have an email address. It's echostoplive at gmail.com. It's up on the screen right now. We'd love for you to send us a question or email us your thoughts. Um, we try to answer those questions from time to time on the show, but we'll also get back to you even if we don't get it during the show. Um, but we appreciate uh, your input. But even uh, aside from that, if you see something and want to say something, we're actually asking people to do something. And uh, we have an anonymous tip line. It's 844-251-0644. That's 844-251-0644. We are asking you to let us know. You can text anonymously, call anonymously, uh, hit a QR code. If you see one of the businesses around town that has a poster up on it, um, there's a QR code. All you got to do is scan it with your phone and send us uh, an anonymous link. Uh, but before we continue this conversation, we're going to take a quick break and uh, let you take a nice view at this little commercial we prepared for you. Mm-hmm. 
Stop dreaming and get moving. Bring your big idea to life. This is where startups go supersonic. Get the tools, connections, and expertise that you need. Become a member today and get started at Innovation Portal. Visit us online at www.innovation-portal.com. Well, I never uh, am ceased to be amazed by what's happening around us. So uh, you guys want to play a game for just a second? Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> game for a game. Let's roll. We don't, we don't really have our time clock up today, but that's okay. But we're just going to we're gonna do a little countdown. I'll ask you each the same, uh, the same question and to see what you got. So um, biggest impediment to innovation in our community today is what? Access. I think if, if we don't continue to build access and show that innovation is something that's available for everyone, regardless of their background, regardless of where they live, what school, what their education level is, then I think that's going to be the, the biggest issue. And some of that is just, it's a perception. Perception is it. Biggest impediment to technology and maybe it's implementation in, uh, in law enforcement community that you see facing us right now. Mm, open minds. Wow, that was good. <laughs> you had that one pretty quick. All right, so uh, we still have time left on the clock. Let me flip this around to you. Biggest uh, enhancement or thing that encourages mm-hmm. technology in our community. What does Mobile offer um, that's special? Yeah, I think you look at the, the horizon of what's ahead. Super easy to see that there's something that can be built right here. And also, you don't have to be a little fish in a big pond. You can be a big fish in a little pond and grow things here. Wow. I love that. Like okay, that. you can't steal that answer. Kurt, what to. you got? What's the what's the biggest thing that's going to help the advancement of technology and innovation here in Mobile? The openness to change, um, the desire to see everyone as being someone who can contribute in some way to society. So people have value. Absolutely. That value brings a solution to the problem that we're trying to solve with innovation. All right. And we need your value. We need your value. We need you. We need you. So do we call us a tie? Do we think who do we think won this? Uh, We'll have Todd's to guess. I'm gonna give it to Todd. All right, Todd, you're gonna be the uh, you're gonna be the winner. We're, okay. we're not by a knockout, but we're going with a uh, unanimous no vote. No anything, but <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I I want to I want to turn the topic for a minute. I know okay. Curtis isn't gonna give me any objection, and hopefully you're cool with this for a mm-hmm. second. Um, but you know, if, if you're a hero in innovation, you're here in our community. There's something personally that drives you to do that. Um, let's talk about faith. Let's talk yep. about mm-hmm. about about grounding yourself in something bigger than yourself. You know, where do you see, uh, for those that are watching us that are like, well, you know, mm-hmm. he's talking, he's been successful, he has all these things, but you always have to be prepared for that obstacle. That's why I asked about impediments. You yeah. always have to be prepared for the battle. Um, and if we're asking our viewers to come alongside of us, I want them to see that there's something special in here. I've known you long enough to know sure. that there's part of you that's driven in this way. So tell us a little bit about, about where you feel um, that plays in a role in all of this. Yeah, I, I think it's it's funny when we step back and we look at it. The biggest driver for me, and I'll tell you, there's a, a book that uh, really brought my two worlds together in a very unique way. And it was called Called to Create. Um, mm. And this book um, by uh, Jordan Rayner, he talks about the idea that if, if we believe in a creator God, mm the first thing we see is we're created in the image. And if, if the creator is, is calling us to create, then we've got no place but to be able to take what we have been given. And whether you believe in God or not, the assets that are right in front of you have made you a creator. Mm, it's a question good. of what are you creating? Mm. And so to me, that was one of the most powerful things. But I mean, I, I walk back to watch in my community, 
um, one of the most profound things I ever heard, it was a, a restatement of uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson quote. Um, a, a lady who, she just recently passed, she was 105 years old uh, when she passed, Frances Hesselbein. She was given the Presidential Medal of Freedom by President Clinton. She was the Girl Scouts of the USA CEO. And I had an opportunity to, to interview her one time. Wow. And, and I, I very simply asked her, I said, Frances, why on earth me, who is nobody, would you let me interview you? You've been, you know, Peter Drucker, the father of modern management, called you the best leader, regardless of organization you've ever seen, he's ever seen. You've been with everybody. Why? And she said, Todd, you showed passion, you care, and you're bringing impact. And I believe very strongly that we're called to be openers of doors. Mm. Good. And I think that's that's part of how we look at it. Somebody somebody sowed into my life. When we go back mm. to that harvest mentality. Somebody sowed into my life, and so because of that, I am full of fruit. And I want to just give back to others. That that's that's, that's amazing. Well, that. Curtis and I started this podcast mm. uh, a while back. In in on every episode, usually right before we we go on the air and talk to you, the viewer, um, we have these conversations, and one of them is, "Hey, we're just going to have a conversation wherever it goes, it goes." And um, and sometimes we say things that at other conversations, podcasts, TV interviews, whatever it might be, you know, people are like, oh, oh, can you say that? And, and you know, I feel like if we really want to be the best at what we have to be and we really want to move the furthest down the road, um, we can't say, well, we just miraculously got here and we can't explain why when yeah. we know within our spirit, within our soul, mm-hmm. within our, our body, how we wound up here. And so we feel like, hey, well, we're going to call that out mm-hmm. in the conversation because that's not by coincidence, that's by that's design. Right. And yeah. when you say, you know, in his image, um, I feel like we're called to, to do the best we can with what we've been given. Yeah. Not everybody's been given the same tools. Not, not at all. Not everybody has the same access to the same tools, but everybody can bring something. When they realize mm-hmm. what their talents are and their gifts are, and they actually focus their life in that direction, well, what an amazing thing happens then when we fight that and we go in an opposite direction. We've all seen that, and in law enforcement, unfortunately, we see that all too often because we come encounter with a lot of people mm-hmm. who have gifts and talents but mm-hmm. have never really pursued them. They pursued some other calling that they felt you know misaligned to go after for whatever reason. And so part of our job with this show is to actually try to realign mm-hmm. those things right. and prevent that from happening so that those people don't take the wrong thing. And that's why we feel like, uh, you know, you're a hero in innovation because it takes a bold person with passion. Mm-hmm. Passion alone doesn't really get you anywhere if you're not bold enough to say, you know what, this is what I believe. You don't have to agree with me. I respect you for where you sit, but let's work on this together. Sure. And um, in innovation, I mean, so you've maybe had experiences where you've had a great idea mm-hmm. and then someone else, the, the least person you ever thought was the one that walked in the room and said, oh, well, you're missing that. And yeah. then all of a sudden, boom. Yeah, I, I think you're hitting it on the head there, Kevin. I think one of the things we talk a lot about with our folks as they're beginning to build these ideas, and, and that's literally everywhere from students on up to grandparents mm-hmm. that are coming in and meeting with us and working through their See, ideas. And there is still hope. There you go. They call me all of We talk so much about the, the characteristics that make for success. And, mm-hmm. and it's things like humility. You know, you said, when, when you've got somebody who, by their resume, it doesn't seem like they should be a person that calls out something that's missing, you have to have a lot of humility to be able to see that. But there's wisdom everywhere. There's, there's wisdom and opportunity all around us. We talk about the ability to be curious. We have so much, I think, to be curious about as we look at the world around us. And that means we're asking questions. And so we're open to learning that. Mm-hmm. But we have to be adaptable. And we have to have resilience. I mean, I think that's one of the things you were talking about something just a moment ago, Kevin, like a resilience is in my mind. Besides passion, you have to keep running up against it. Because mm-hmm. you know if you're an innovator, if you're somebody that's out in front, 
it's not always going to be easy and it's not going to happen the first time. So mm-hmm. you've got to be persistent right. to continue to make that progress you believe in. Yeah. I mean, so talk about persistence and resiliency. I mean, you're, you're, you're a person who spends a good bit of their day dealing uh, inside the community, on the streets in the community, um, and you're faced with people who, who maybe have lost hope in mm-hmm. the resiliency mm-hmm. of their community. And so, you know, what do, what do you say, where does innovation, um, and I'm just asking you as, as, as a friend, you know, what, what, where do you see innovation playing in the role of the resiliency? Oh, wow. Uh, I think it's, when we think about innovation, I mean, innovation is not just technology. It, right. It's a number of different things. Um, and I think that we have to encourage people to be innovative in thought. Um, I remember something I heard recently. It said, wise men seek to walk with wise men. Complainers seek to walk with complainers. I think when we spend time walking with wise men, then we become wise. If we become wise, we become forward-thinking, innovative, uh, in our own special gifts that we're given. That's that's pretty good. Um, and, you know, we're talking about this. Let's talk about the future for just a minute. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. nobody predicts the future, but we can certainly sow seeds that we want to grow, yeah, right? absolutely. Um, you know, here in Mobile, what, what's on the horizon? What, uh, what Of what you can say. I know, uh, you know, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of stuff in the think tank sits there for a while until it's ready to, to be released. But, you know, what, what do you just holistically, what do you see happening here in Mobile? So I'm going to step from the macro uh, to the micro and go through that process. So one of the things that we're seeing right now is we're seeing governmentally that there is more investment in the technology space and mm-hmm. in innovation space than we've probably ever seen in any sort of time. So the Science and Chips Act uh, was a big push for that. So out of that, we're seeing the Economic Development Administration bringing forward these ideas of tech hubs, which are going to locate centers for technology growth in communities. We're seeing things like the state small business credit initiative come in to give that opportunity a leg forward for people to start and grow businesses in a community. And then you look at our infrastructure that we're seeing in our community. We have opportunities if we look, and I'll, I'm going to use the Wayne Gretzky quote, I love, like, don't skate to where the puck is, skate to where the puck is going. We see opportunities as it relates to the way our logistics community, our advanced manufacturing community, our technology community as a whole are going to have opportunity to impact throughout the country, throughout the world, really. And so that, to me, is when we when we play into some of those, we're going to see new ideas rising up. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, I mean, and I think that that uh, puts something out there. So look, I got a couple of, of other questions. I know you got some too, mm-hmm. but one question I have is: so for our viewers who are watching, they're sitting um, watching this podcast because they want to get involved. You know, what path? forward do they have if they if they have interest in what's happening at the innovation portal or or innovation in the community what would you what would you say to them yeah i think for the person that's just generally curious what on earth is going on go to innovation-portal.com you'll begin to see some of the resources that are available some of the programs that happen you can sign up for the newsletter those are easy ways i say when you're curious about what's happening if you say hey look and i, I think this is so many people I've been sitting there and I've got this billion dollar idea sitting in my brain and I want to figure out, is it real Mm -hmm. or is it just in my brain? They can schedule a discovery session. So we believe strongly in making barriers drop and giving accessibility to people. And so we meet with folks. It's a free one-on-one session. We're going to meet with you, help you understand where you're at, what other assets and opportunities are out there, and, and give you some homework on what goes forward. And so they can do that by looking at our programs and seeing a discover session there. Wow, that's, that's, good. Uh, that's yeah. pretty. I'm going to set one up for you. Oh, um, okay. I think, uh, what you got? Well, in my office, I'm going I'm to. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I think that's goodness. amazing. You know, you said something there because, you know, people watch TV. 
Um, and, and, and while it's entertaining in many instances, it, it, it gives people a lot of uh, misrepresented false hope sometimes and thinking, oh, it's just easy. I just walk on here and I'm in the shark tank or I just walk up on here and I see that. And, you know, I think that we're blessed in a country where when you look back generations mm -hmm. at the innovation it took, but more importantly, the fortitude it took for that person to. And when you see some of the stuff and you're like, how on earth? Did they even get to the point where this was created? And yet everything from there mm. um, spun spun forward. And so, um, you know, uh, as we kind of wind down the show um, today, I want to ask you this question. You know, you, you mentioned higher education. Um, I know I know personally that you have a deep involvement in higher education. You know, who replaces us and how do we get them interested? Yeah, I think that's an important piece. And I think with that, I'll even reframe the question a little bit, Kevin, to say. Perfect. We have to look at not the education that we grew up with, but we have to step mm -hmm. forward and say, what are the skills that are needed for the workforce of the future? What are the skills that are needed as we contemplate the world around us? And so I think some of it is we, we've got to get back to curiosity again. I think we've got to ask mm -hmm. deep and big questions uh, because we're, we're, we're having discussion right now about AI and the role that it's going to play. But I think we have to be thoughtful to understand what questions are we allowing the world or the things that we're building to step into that we may or may not be ready for? Wow. Um, so we've got to ask deep questions in that. And, and I think we've got to look at, you know, how are we making it accessible at, at earlier and earlier ages? Uh, you know, we recognize right now when you look at the STEM fields, uh, middle schoolers, if they're not bought in, they're out of the STEM fields. Mm. And that's a really tough piece, particularly when you look at females and, and individuals of color. If they are not building that access early, then they get checked out in the sense of they don't know that there's an opportunity for them. And so we've got to be very intentional about making sure it gets hands-on, it gets real, and it gets practical. Uh, thank you. Um, mm. the, the list of what I would be thanking you for is very long. <laughs> so I want to summarize and say thank you for being a hero in our innovation. Um, and, and I'm going to go one step further, um, and I'll let you have the final thought before mm -hmm. I pass, uh, pass the, uh, the word to, to my brother, Kurt, for just a minute. I just want to say thank you for caring. Mm -hmm. um, the one thing I've known about you, and I've known you for a long time outside sure. of this podcast, um, is that you care deeply, truly, and, mm -hmm. it's, and it's in the core of who you are. And um, honestly, what makes you more of a hero in the community is it, more than the innovation. I know that that's a great piece, and I know that, that mm -hmm. you've hung your hat on that, but I want to take you deeper than that and say you're a hero in the community because you care. That's right. And the people that watch this show, who are watching us here, who are thinking, you know, what do I do? How do I, I hear these guys talking? How do I actually do something? Um, I'm going to steal your word and reframe mm -hmm. what you said and say you get curious. Yeah. And when you get curious, you do something with it. And there's avenues out there. You've given them a website. There's places to go. Um, and, and, and as great as yours is, there's other opportunities and other places as well. You're, you're not stuck in any one place. If you're not sure where to go, reach out to us. Let us know. We have an email. It's echostoplive at gmail.com. We certainly can get you in touch um, with the good uh, Todd Greer here, our friend. Um, but we also want to steer you in the right direction. Um, we think all of this plays in the role of not only uh, impeding violence, but improving perception. Final thought, Curtis Graves. No, I always have one, right? You do. The so one for today way. is let's stop telling our kids not to daydream. Mm. Wow. You know, we grew up in a world where we were told, stop daydreaming. Pay Ow. attention. <laughs> but the reality is we want them to daydream at the appropriate times, whatever that may be for them. Uh, over the summer, encourage daydreaming. Those things, imagine those things that, that only you can imagine. And look for someone to help you bring them to fruition. 
Well, thank you so much. As all our guests, not only do you get to keep your high-value coffee mug, but you, <laughs> <laughs> you also got one of our EchoStop Live podcast coins, mm -hmm. um, and it is surrounded uh, with four corners. Um, and it's surrounded with four corners on that coin. It is square itself because we believe in faith, family, education, and government. These are the four corners of society. These are the mm -hmm. four pillars um, that uh, that also play into um, uh, what were you doing on the prevention, mm -hmm. um, deterrence, uh, compliance, and detection side of operation in the community to make this a safer place. But uh, you can't take out any of those pillars and expect us to hobble along. Mm -hmm. You support so many of those pillars, and so mm -hmm. thank you for being here. Um, I give you that coin with uh, with an already accomplished promise, and that is you will come back and join us again one day. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you guys so for what you're doing. We have an unfinished yeah, conversation. <laughs> um, but that'll conclude it for today, and we'll, uh, we'll hope that you tune in next Friday, as you do every Friday at 830 in the morning to the Operation Echo Stop Live podcast, where we are impeding violence and improving perception. Stay safe, and we'll see you again.